Welcome to another episode of the Wake Up and Worship podcast by God's Honest Truth Ministries. In this episode, Jesus teaches us with a very powerful command to believe Him who does the works. What does that command mean to you? If it's not what Jesus was teaching, you may find yourself off the narrow way. Find out if you are right after this. Welcome to Wake Up and Worship, Truth Restored, a podcast uniting the true bride of the United States of America, preparing the saints who will accept the call of God, His truth, and to endure the unwavering faith until the end. Join us in ministering to the lost and deceived, being a light to those who are blind and cannot see in this obviously failing world. Please welcome your host, Brother Sean Embry. Hey, welcome to Wake Up and Worship by God's Honest Truth Ministries. If this is your first time listening to the Wake Up and Worship podcast, thanks so much for joining us. It's no accident. I believe God has drawn you here to this ministry to worship the only true God in spirit and in truth. God has sent us out among the wolves to restore the truths lost from the days of old. We are looking for those who want to truly know God and His Son, Jesus Christ, in spirit and truth. We want to reach out to those who have turned their back on the Word of God because of the false teachings and hypocrites in the professing faith and help them find the truth of the Holy Scriptures, teaching them how to keep God's commandments given to us by His Son, our Lord, Jesus, and walk with us on the narrow way. Many say they are children of God, but their fruit does not prove witness to their, what their mouth says, and those people will be turned away in the end. Join us, and we will show you the narrow way that leads to eternal life, so that all true children of God will hear in the end, enter into the rest of my Father and receive your place in the kingdom that has come, my good and faithful servant. If this is what you desire to hear from Jesus, join this ministry and share us with anyone who you desire that needs the Spirit and truth. I have some important links in the description below and asked to and access to some extremely helpful free resources you can use to follow the Lord on the narrow way during these teachings God has given us to teach and preach. This is episode four of our Commands of Jesus series where we are covering all the commands of Jesus in the Gospels. These are the commands of Jesus our Lord and King. These commands are what all children of God who claim the faith and those who don't must believe and obey to be counted as a child of God, having been born again of the water and the Spirit. If you deny these commands in any way, the door will be closed to you. Please don't let that be you. In the previous episodes, we were commanded to follow Jesus, to go and sin no more, and to judge righteously, and that Jesus is not God but His Son. Let me ask you a question. Are you following what Jesus commanded, or are you caught up in a strong delusion men have taught in error, thinking we in the faith cannot judge, or it's okay to be sinful? Well, I want you to know Jesus says different. Tell me what you think in the comments section and come join us on the narrow way and receive your place in the kingdom to come. Look, I am just a messenger and servant of the Lord Jesus sent by him for such a time as this. 
and the time is the end of days prophesied by our Lord. We are living out the final chapter of this world as we know it, and I hope to reach as many who are desiring to become a child of God in spirit and truth, whether that person is in the faith or isn't. I'm called to feed the sheep and help the lost sheep to be found. We are told that God is true and every man a liar. So believe what the Son of God Jesus has told us and teaches and no one else. Jesus taught clearly to those who could understand him. And believe me, not all did understand what Jesus was saying. What the true way is. And if you find yourself fighting against the Lord and his commands, as it doesn't line up with what you believe or have been taught, Repent and come on the narrow way because many will perish in the end professing Jesus as Lord and he never knew them. Don't let that be you. Will you join me in prayer so that we usher in and we ask the Lord to lead us and so that we may follow him in his truth always. If you'd bow your heads and close your eyes and if you're listening to me and you're driving, <laughs> don't do that. But if you join me in prayer, I... I'd appreciate it. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for another day of life to breathe and to live, to love and to learn with all your children that are in the faith and those that aren't. Help us to reach them so that they will know the narrow way. Father, bless the reading of your word today. Bless the teachings and allow the ears and eyes to be opened to hear and see your truth in the scripture as you have always desired it. And may they hear me, Father, as you have led and guided me and have anointed me to preach and teach your truth. May they hear a truly called man of God to know your truth and to come out from the false teachings of so many for so many centuries and come into the true faith, the narrow way, the true bride. For the scripture tells us clearly, Father, that the bride that will come and enter into your kingdom will be spotless and wrinkle-free in that day. Father, let us reach them so that we all may come to know you and enter in to your holy and mighty kingdom on the day of your son Jesus, the Lord's return. We honor you and praise you, and we thank you for all the sacrifices that have been made so that we may know you. Help us to always be in your will and if we are in error, Father, reveal it to us so that we may be corrected, willing and humble to be corrected as it is you who do the correcting and you use people to correct. Thank you, Father. We honor you and praise you. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving us, for dying on the cross so that we may have a way to our God and Father. Help us to see the way. Help us to reach them that are lost or deceived by so many false teachings. We pray all this in your holy and magnificent name. Amen and amen. Chapter 10, verse 31 to 39. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Jesus answered them, Many good works I have shown you from my Father. For which of those works do you stone me? The Jews answered him, saying, For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy, and because you, being a man, make yourself God. Jesus answered them, Is it not written, 
in your law I said you are gods? If he called them gods to whom the word of God came and the scripture cannot be broken, do you say of him whom the father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming because I said I am the son of God? If I do not do the works of my father, do not believe me. But if I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and believe that father is in me and I in him. Therefore, they sought again to seize him, but he escaped out of their hand. Jesus is clearly teaching these religious leaders who he is as the son of God, the Messiah, the one all their scripture prophesied of, the one whom God set apart from himself and sent into the world to save the world by and through. We see here Jesus tries to show them their error for desiring to kill him because they, they, the Pharisees that he was speaking to, made him God in their own mind because they were looking at a man and they could not see how a man could have God in him without being God. That's the veil that they're under. They could not understand how a man could be God without being God. And they wanted to kill him for it because in their mind, he was making himself God because in their understanding, by the claim of being the son of God, that means that he was equal to God and that made him God. And that's an error. And, and Jesus is trying to tell them right here, you're wrong for what you're saying and believe. I'm telling you clearly from my own mouth, I am telling you without any ambiguity here, I am the son of God, the Messiah whom he sent. I have come from him. He set me apart from himself. And I am now a man sent by my father and God in heaven to be a man on this earth, to rectify and to reconcile the earth back to the father. All who will believe in the Son of God. By believing in the Son of God, you also get the Father. If you don't believe in the Son of God and you make Him the Father, you are under the same delusion of the Pharisees that Jesus here is trying to correct. Stop listening to the vain philosophies from the philosophers and the theologians of, of old who taught so many error. They wanted to kill Jesus, the Son of God, because He told them He was the Son of God. Yet he was trying to tell them, why are you trying to kill me? Because I said, I'm the son of God. Did not your God, did not God tell you in your scripture that you're gods? Is it not written in your law? I said you are gods. Who is the I in this statement? In John, it's not Jesus saying that I, me, myself said it. No, he's saying in your law where it's written, God said, my father said, you are gods. Talking to the Israelite children. So many have confused this and it needs to be corrected. And whether or not you're going to receive the correction, that's between you and God. Once you hear this, if you hear it, when you hear it, it's because God desired you to hear it. Jesus is the son of God, separate from the father, but sent by the father and given all power and authority over all things into this world to reconcile it back to the Father. You don't get the Father if you make the Son the Father. You don't get the Father if you believe the way the Pharisees believe. You get the Father and the kingdom by knowing that Jesus is the Son of God and your faith is in Him as God commanded it. Jesus is referencing Psalms 82. This is the Old Testament scripture reference in which Jesus is, is speaking of where God tells the Israelite children, 
that they're gods. Not in the sense that they are the only true God, but they are his children. It's a whole nother teaching. It's a deep teaching that needs to come. But you have you won't understand if you don't have the foundational truths that Jesus taught. It all works together for the glory of God, these holy scriptures. Those God is called and given the true understanding to knows how the mystery is in the scriptures because God gave it to us. Hear the Lord Jesus. He's telling these Pharisees, stop doing that. Don't make me the father. I am him that he sent, the Messiah, to fulfill the prophecy. And in that glorious day of his return, we will see the Son of God, Jesus our Lord and Messiah. God our Father is clearly calling the children of Israel gods in that scripture. So here Jesus is saying to them, My Father called you all gods as men. Why do you want to kill me because I say I am the Son of God? Can't you see your error? If God called you gods and I say I am the Son of God, why are you wanting to kill me? The religious leaders in that day responded by saying, you're a man and we think that by you saying you're the son of God, you make yourself to be God. Jesus tries to help them with their error by saying, look at what my father is doing through me. If you don't believe in me, at least believe the works of my father that is in me. Don't you know whether you believe I am the son of God or not? The works are by him that is in me, my father and I am in him. By that, they still tried to capture Jesus to kill him because they were too proud and like so many today to hear the words of Jesus in truth. This teaching right here that the Lord has put on my heart to teach is one of the hardest teachings that I have to teach and has given me the most ridicule and the most hurt and pain and tears in my walk with God. But I walk by faith and know that I answer to him alone. And it is in my faith in the Lord Jesus and God my Father that are in me as Jesus commands and tells us that they would be. I and my Father will come and we will make our abode in you, the true child of God, and you will be one with us. If you do not believe that and you believe in error, vain philosophy of the understanding of the mystery because of men who were not anointed of God and ordained by God to give the truth. Please hear this message as God draws you. The end is so near. We are being called up to correct and restore the truth of God, to have the bride that will be blemish and spotless, ready to come out of that great tribulation that is to come. Please open your eyes and hear the truth of God as Jesus has given us. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Chapter 12, verse 26. Whoever serves me must follow me. And where I am, my servant also will be. My father will honor the one who serves me. This command here in this verse is the foundation of everything that I just said. We are to follow Jesus, the son of God, our Messiah. And in that obedience and in following his teachings, we will not only receive the eternal kingdom, but we will receive the Father and the Son. Jesus here is yet again commanding us to follow him and to believe in what he is teaching. He is the Son of God, and we will be honored and glorified by the Father to enter into the kingdom with his Son, our Lord and King Jesus. It is to the glory of God that we believe in his Son and know that God set him apart from himself. The scripture teaches that. He, we've already covered the scripture. And if you need to, just search it up in Google. Scripture where God is 
telling us that he set Jesus apart from himself and sent him into the world. What does that mean? If I set something apart from myself, what does that mean? Search that out. That'd be a little that will be a little extra study time in the word so that you can receive the truth by seeking out what does it mean to set something apart from yourself. Chapter 12, verse 35 and 36. Then Jesus told them, you are going to have the light just a little while longer. Walk while you have the light before darkness overtakes you. Whoever walks in the dark does not know where they are going. Believe in the light while you have the light so that you may become a child of light. When he had finished speaking, Jesus left and hid himself from them. Here Jesus is telling these unbelievers that he who dwells in him is the light that has given life to man through him. Jesus is telling these people, if you do not believe in me, you will not receive or believe on the one who has sent me. When you have raised me up and killed me, the son of man whom my father has sat apart and sent to save this world, you will no longer have him that sent me with you. And you will not have him unless you follow me on the narrow way as the Father has given me to show all you who believe on the Son of Man. If you do not believe in truth as Jesus taught, you will not receive the light and you will be taken over by darkness to perish with the wicked. We are to walk by faith in Jesus, the Son of God. Where he is, we who have him and the Father have the light, and it repels the darkness and are where they are. We know who are of the light, for it is their fruit that bears witness. Understand that if you are a true child of God, you will have the fruit of God in your life. You will have the love of God in your life as God loves, not how the world loves and perceives love, but how God loves. That's another teaching for another day. Chapter 13, verse 13 to 17. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them, you call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. There are so many teachings here in this scripture, and we'll cover them. But for now, we're going to stick with the commands. What Jesus is teaching here within the Last Supper and all that Jesus taught there is today, and he gave his, his apostles, these are his apostles, he clearly teaches that we are to trust in him who cleans us and prepares us for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Jesus cleans us and prepares us so that we can receive the indwelling of God. We have the Son and the Father in us who are true children of God. We have the light of all things in us. We are commanded to help one another to go and sin no more, righteously judging the children in the faith, to keep them on the narrow way, washing each other and confessing each other's sins, forgiving each other's sins. Jesus here is also clearly teaching that a servant is not greater to 
his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Jesus tells us often he is the messenger of God, the Messiah sent. Yet so many deny his testimony and make him the father because they do not understand his words. Jesus tells us, if you do these things that I have commanded you and taught you all these years, my father who is in heaven will bless all them who do what I say. So those who do these things will be blessed. Those who don't will not be blessed by God. Unfortunately, many today have confused false teachings, miracles, signs, and wonders with that of God. So much that they teach directly against what Jesus has commanded us, falling into the same snares as the religious leaders that crucified our Lord and King Jesus. Anyone who teaches being obedient to the commands of Jesus is a work and therefore is in error, accusing them of being like the Pharisees, are in risk of losing their place in the kingdom to come. You deny Jesus and his ways in this. Stop doing it. Humble yourselves and be like little children and let your father that is in heaven teach you through his son. So as you can see here, we have several commands that Jesus gave us. And some of these are real uh, eye openers for me when God revealed them to me and showed me that this is the truth. And so we're going to cover those just so we can go over them and, and, and we can have them fresh in your mind of the commands that Jesus gave in this episode. Uh, the first command was and is believe the works that was done through him by the only true God, his and our father. You see, Jesus did not do the works. Jesus did not do the miracles and the wonders. Jesus didn't do those things. God through him did those things. And many people take the account of God allowing Jesus to walk on the water as a sign for them in that day that He is the Son of God, that He is the Messiah, and that He is who they were waiting for this whole time. They use that as a way to say that Jesus is the Father. But by Jesus' own testimony and by God's own testimony, they are not the same being. One is the Father, the only true God and Father, and the other is the Son. And if you try to converge them, if you try to make them one, you are causing one to be a liar in however you are trying to confuse it. Just receive the truth as Jesus has given it and stop trying to use your own intellect like so many people have done in the days of old to create these vain philosophies and doctrines that came from men, their own minds, and the sight and the hunger for power and authority in those days. The second command that Jesus gave is to follow him. You see, he keeps reiterating, follow me. I'm showing you the way, do what I have done. Don't take it for granted, do it. This is the steps. This is the only way that you will get to the Father is by doing it the way I have done it. Follow me and my Father will honor and glorify those who serve his Son. Jesus. Do you see in that command, it is God the Father, our holy and mighty creator, who will be glorifying us who serve his son in those days and today. 
Number three, Jesus says to walk with the light and to believe in him who is the light, the only true God who was in Jesus. This is important. In order to be a child of God, you must be one with the light. You must have a true Holy Ghost baptism indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And in that baptism, Jesus tells us very clearly that when he comes to make his abode in us, it is not only Jesus, but it is the Father as well. And both of them will lead and guide us into all truth. If you believe that there is no, if you believe that you're only receiving one, you're in error. If you believe that you're, you're going to receive three, you're in error. You're going to receive the Father and the Son. Command number four, and this command is huge, and destroys all of those teaching falsely that baptism of water is optional. As Jesus commanded us to do as he had done for us, Jesus was baptized and commanded us to do all he has done. If you don't listen to him, if you don't do what he has said it and how to do it, and, and not take out of context certain commands that Jesus gave and who those commands were given to, and we'll get into a teaching on that here in, in a later episode, but you need to understand that, that baptism of the water and of the Spirit is essential to receive the kingdom. And it is not a work. Obedience is not a work. Following and doing exactly what Jesus has done and said and told us to do is not a work. And anyone that is teaching that it is a work, you may want to come out from underneath them and seek Jesus in a place where we can help each other know the truth. Because anyone who says, don't do what Jesus said, is telling you to not follow the way to the kingdom. And this has led so many astray and has turned so many people away from God and has caused so many people to become hypocrites within the faith. We must do, say, and be all that Jesus commanded us to do. And if we're not doing it as Jesus said, not because someone came up with some clever idea that, that goes and circumvents what Jesus taught so that it makes people feel more comfortable or it makes life a little more easier here on this earth. Guess what? The scripture tells us that the way to the kingdom is hard. It's not easy. And only a few are going to find it. And I know that sometimes it can be difficult to know the way. Because the world says that we must feel comfortable and good and loved all the time. And I'm telling you that Jesus does not teach, it does not teach love the way that so many have tried to force other people to follow. Follow Jesus, follow what he said, the way he said it and commanded it. I'm going to go into a, a big teaching on the difference between the love of the world, 
the, the love that the world has created and, and what that means compared to the love of God because it's two different types of love. And we're called and told to love as God loves. Okay, we're told to love our neighbor as ourselves, right? And so we must love the way that God loves. And if we are being confused in that, that's keeping people from following Jesus in his ways because they think that love abounds the way the world says it, you're going to be shocked in that teaching that God has shown me on how to love because it's not the same thing as what so many people believe in today's society. So I want to start trying to interact with you guys. I want to be able to talk with you. I want to engage with you. If you have questions, if you have comments, if you have concerns, I'm here. If you don't agree with something, please, I am willing and open to have a dialogue with you openly about anything. And I can guarantee you that nothing that I have said in any of these episodes, any of these shows, or anything that I will do is not a message of God. Because I do not speak outside of what the scriptures say. I want to live my life and to help as many people know the narrow way that I can, as God has called me to. And I'm going to be getting into some teachings that is going to cause some of you that may be listening to this to have some questions. You're probably not going to agree because of the confusion that so many have taught in how we are to live, how we are to act, and what's acceptable. Because the justification that everyone should be looking for is not what man has made the justification to be to be in the faith, but what is it that God has said that we must do to be in the faith? And how are we to be holy in God's eyes and not what men have taught to contain and keep control over people? Because there are a lot of people in the professing faith that seem at the surface that they are loving and that they have a heart towards people. They love like society and culture has created love to be. And they make everyone feel welcomed and enjoyed and comfortable. And guess what? Sometimes in order for us to grow, we must be uncomfortable. And God tells us that in the scriptures. If we are not growing and moving forward and we're stagnant, we are lukewarm. And those of you who know your Bible know what that means. So today I'm going to ask a question of the day. In these first few episodes, what was the most shocking command of Jesus that he gave? Let me know what you think in the comments below, or you can message us. You can email us. If you have the Anchor app, you can send us a voicemail. If you have the Shopify app, you can send us a voicemail. Um, these are all different ways that you can interact with us to let me know what you think about the first few episodes and what was the most shocking command of Jesus that he gave. You can also join us in our uh, Kingdom Family Facebook group. And I'll be going in there several times um, when we get that portion of the ministry going where I'll be going live and having live Q&As with you folks. Because I, I, 
I can just talk into the breeze and give the message and and that's what I'm going to do. But if I'm not engaging with people to try to show you where we need to move forward and be able to help each other, serve each other, then what is the bride then what is the bride supposed to be? Everyone claims to be in the faith and in the bride except for when someone says something that they don't agree with, they immediately want to shun that person, kick them out, kick them to the curb and say there's no way that he could know anything or she could know anything that's going to be able to make me believe something different than what I already believe. Well, guess what spirit that is? It's the same spirit that had the Pharisees back in the day that crucified our Lord and King. They crucified Jesus because of that same spirit of pride, arrogance, the thought that they've been in and have been doing it for so long, they already knew the truth, but guess what? That's a veil that God has put on the eyes of those who are proud. We must be as little children and we must be humble. And sometimes God uses some of his messengers to correct that which has been taught in error. You see it all through the scripture. And the problem with this walk as a shepherd of God, someone truly called to lead in the bride and to preach and teach the actual truth of God, it is extremely hard to break through the barriers of so much custom and tradition within the faith. Because that custom and tradition is what so many people cling to rather than the truth. I guarantee you, those of you who have read your Bible, you've come across passages in the in the scriptures that have that give you a state of pause. Like how how does that work? How is it that that the passage right there is speaking that but it goes completely against what I'm being taught or what I have thought everything to be? Well, guess what? When you have that come across you into your spirit, if you have the spirit of God, he's trying to tell you that the way you understand that passage is not accurate to the truth. Too many people have have let their flesh rise up and take control of them instead of hearing the truth, instead of hearing the spirit of God lead and guide them. The scripture tells us very clearly that those who are my children will know my voice. I know the voice of the Lord. I know him. I walk with him. I love him. I hear him. I've had and seen things that some people will never see because of the way that God has called me. Not everyone's called the same, but we are all called to be an active witness of how God is and how Jesus saved us and kept and washed us, making us clean to receive the kingdom. I love everyone, and that is something that I could never have said 4 years ago or more. I did not love anyone even though I pretended. I was selfish. I could care less about anybody's feelings or what they thought. And when God came to me and sent the Lord Jesus to me to save me, to make me clean, to wash me, to give me the Holy Spirit, he breathed on me, he anointed me. I felt the hand of the Lord Jesus on my head, and I know that it was him. I know him and there is no one that will ever be able to get me to believe that there isn't a god that there wasn't someone who died for me that was his son because I have met him and he is with me and in me just like he is every true believer and where he is we are there also the true child of god
And understand this, not every creation on this earth is a child of God. That's a hard saying because it's taught in many ways that every human being is a child of God. And that is a false teaching. Every human being, everything ever made is a creation of God. But not everyone or everything is a child of God. I'll teach that in another episode. I believe if you're listening to this, it's because God is reaching you to know His truth. What are you going to do with it? That is all up to you. I will turn to the other Gospels for confirmation from the Lord Himself. If you don't believe me and what I'm saying, please, for your sake and your sake of your eternal life, obey Jesus. Listen to the words that He has given us in the Scripture as He has given it in these passages as there are many who profess the name of Jesus as Lord, but do not know Him or the Father, but believe they do with the same veil and delusion that is upon the Pharisees of old and all who deny Jesus and His ways and commands today. Luke chapter 6, 46 to 49. Jesus says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation, against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. I am just a servant and a temple of Jesus the Son of God and God our Father. It is they who do all things through us, the true believer. My hope is to be a light to as many as will come out of the darkness of the false teachings of so many centuries and come back to the true faith and receive your promised place in the kingdom of God. Join me next Thursday at 6 a.m. as we continue this journey of restoring the truths of God lost from the days of old. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast by clicking the follow button and hitting that bell notification so you don't miss any of the teachings of our Lord Jesus. Your eternal life may depend on you being like a child to receive His truth in the eternal kingdom that is soon to come. Finally, help us to reach the lost and deceived by sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Maybe you could share us to your timeline and all whom God will draw could come and receive the truth. Thank you so much for your help and support. We cannot do this without you. We have a lot of fun and exciting things coming up, and I hope you'll join us on the narrow way, being blessed as we are blessed by the only true God. Have a wonderful day, and may the peace and love of God be with you all in the name of Jesus our Lord and King. And please, always remember, God loves you and wants you no matter where you are in this life. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Worship. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, follow us on Facebook at GHT Ministries. While you're there, go to the Community tab and join the Kingdom Family Private Facebook Community. Also, engage with the show by sending us questions, comments, and concerns via Anchor's voice messaging system in their app. We look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, God bless.